are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in the episode. Hey, welcome back to Locked On Spurs. Right here on the Locked On NBA Network, I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, San Antonio Spurs writer. And by the way, everybody, happy lottery day. Yay, the NBA draft lottery is today. Spurs going to land number 12, at least as of right now. Maybe the basketball guys will smile on San Antonio later tonight. But if you missed our lottery preview, just go back yesterday. Locked on Spurs covered it with a fan. A fan gave us a perspective on that. And yeah, oh. enjoy it right now. Yeah, exactly. And that voice you hear right now, that is the guest for today. He is James Pledger of ESPN San Antonio and uh, co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover, which, by the way, is your go-to every weekend. You need to get some sports fix every Saturday. Make sure to go check out James's show. So, James, he and I – well, basically, James, you're, you're going to be playing Champ Kind today. You're going to be Champ Kind oh. from Anchorman. Uh, yeah, we're going to need a lot of the whammies soon because, you know, truth be told, everybody, before James and I recorded, we already had a set – slate of what we're going to talk about segment one segment two but as the day or at least yesterday was progressing a lot of spurs news little tidbit items popped up i mean kind of at a furious pace so we're going to break it all down for you right here on this kind of a low news edition with james champ kind pleasure and uh, i guess i guess i'll should i don't know if i should be mantooth could be west mantooth <laughs> <laughs> What did he say? Um, uh, Dorothy, what did he say? Dorothy is a saint. I forgot the line. What was it? Um, Dorothy, his mom oh, or something like that. Like, uh, yeah, Mantooth, yeah. Uh, what's this? Uh, <laughs> Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. That's what I think that's what he said. Yeah. And uh, yeah. But all kidding aside, so James, put away your Sex Panther cologne. You know, we don't, we don't need that right now. Let's go ahead and dive right into this news edition of Locked On Spurs. Of the time, it does work every time. No, that's this is where Tony Stark should have said, "I find your math incredible." What he saying that line in, in was it Infinity War? Is that your your math is mind blowing or something like that? But um, <laughs> let's dive into it. Let's go to go one by one. There's just so much to digest and unpack. So we'll start off with the big news of the well, so far this early week, and that is uh, Becky Hammond. She is a a finalist, yes, you heard that right, a finalist for the Portland Trailblazers head coaching gig. It's uh, basically coming down to her or Chauncey Billups or other candidates involved, Mike D'Antoni, uh, Don Staley uh, of uh, college ranks. But it seems to be Billups and Hammond are now the finalists. James, uh, she makes history as the first female to get to this stage in a kind of a coaching search. Nevertheless, what signal to you is this a signal to you that eh, maybe pop is not gonna retire anytime soon and she's full steam ahead on finding a head coaching gig now or this is just kind of the blazers just doing their due diligence well i think it's more than their due diligence i mean they're bringing her in for a second interview this week along with phillips so that's a big step for her and you would think if there was like we talked about last week when you said you just believe that she's you know there's an agreement in place and she's gonna see pop and he's gonna ride off into the sunset after team usa why would she take this second interview then if that was the case yeah yeah 
so you, you look yeah ahead, i I'm think sorry. there's a chance that pop could be back and you know maybe pop's encouraging her to go look because along with becky uh what's his name will oh will hardy yeah will harding is also apparently very high within the Spurs organization and their thoughts of them because, you know, they're, they're, when we were waiting to find out if Becky was going to ever get to be the head coach when Pop gets tossed, we got Will, and it was like, well, it was his scout game. So we know that they're, you know, they're very high on both of them, and so maybe they have a feeling that if Pop wants to hang around another year or two or whatever it may be, then there's the possibility they could lose Becky, but they feel comfortable with either Becky or Will taking over when Pop ultimately does decide to hang it up. Yeah, I mean, look, congratulations to her to getting to this point. I mean, that that's just, you know, a, a big thumbs up to her and, you know, her qualifications. But you look at the Portland job, and you get it. You know, she was a point guard in her playing days. There's Dame Dollar there. You get that. You know, she could probably work with him and, you know, the rest of the club. But why do I feel like Portland's not the best fit? I still feel it's either the Spurs or maybe the Pacers. Well, I don't think the Pacers are a good fit for her, truth yeah. be told. Uh, at least in Portland, you have a superstar. You have a secondary to that superstar with C.J. McCollum. And, you know, Yusuf Nurchich, I mean, they, they've, got piece, they've got more pieces than does San Antonio right now. So if she's mm-hmm. going to take over a, a place and have a chance to succeed, she has a better chance of succeeding with a Dame Lillard and C.J. Mm-hmm. McCollum than she would in San Antonio with any named player. Right. Or in Indiana with Karis LeVert and Demonis Sabonis. I mean, the the NBA is about stars, and there are more stars in Portland currently than Mm -hmm. either of the other two jobs. Yeah, yeah. She's she's, uh, reportedly linked to the uh, Orlando Magic gig. Uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of a that's a yeah that's a, that's a rough one there you know like you know if if, if it's not San Antonio or Portland be like yeah Becky go to Indiana you <laughs> just stay away from Orlando right now but all in all you know you look at you know what she's going through right now and going through the process you know just like any other NBA coach it's just refreshing to know that we come to this era in our lifetime James where we could just talk of just about just a female in this position that she's in. I mean, that's just awesome. Yeah, I mean, a couple of big strides, being able to talk about Becky like this today in the NFL. Las Vegas Raiders defensive end Carl Nassib came out yeah. as openly gay, becoming the first openly gay uh, NFL player that is on an active roster. And so it's good that we're getting to this point where, you know, other people have – opportunities at jobs that you know previously seemed like an impossibility for them Mm -hmm. if we're being honest even as long as a decade ago yeah um she's gonna land a job it's gonna happen it's just not a matter of if it's now just a matter of when 
you know, yeah. uh, will it be San Antonio? Will it be Portland? Will it be some other place where we not even on our radar and just going to drop the bomb on us somehow, you know, when teams are announced it? Um, nevertheless, she's on that path. She's paid her mm-hmm. dues. Well, she's been with the Spurs, what, since 2014, something like that? 2013, 2014? 2014. Um, yeah. Yeah, you look, you know, last season, you know, she got the nod when Pop got tossed, as you mentioned, you know, to run the team. History made there. History made left and right now. This is the final step for her, whether it be in Portland or San Antonio. Won championship in the G League. James, do you or, think it would be sorry, a bad look? The, G-League, the summer league, summer league, my bad. The summer league. Thank you so much, um, James. Do you think it would be a it, if she doesn't stay in San Antonio and the Spurs don't give it to her? Let's put it that way. Just overall, you know, the Spurs are the team that groomed her. They're the ones that got her to this point. They helped her along. And obviously, she did, she did a big part of the job as well. You know, she had to do the legwork. But nevertheless, San Antonio was the one that built her up. You know, let's just say that it comes down to this and Pop exits. He retires. And they don't automatically hand it to Becky. Do you think that's going to look bad on the organization? Or no, because they're going to put her through the process as well. Looking back on the season, um, it's kind of... Um, you know, slim pick is when it comes to identifying who can be the ultra player of the year for your San Antonio Spurs. You know, you've got players that stood out throughout the year, you know, hoping the best for them to come next season. So I decided to give the ultra player of the year uh, for this episode of Locked On Spurs to Devin Vassell, the rookie. You know, what we saw out of him last year was promising, you know, ability to hit the three, smart basketball, low turnover, scoring, three and D kind of guy. You only hope that he's going to get better next season. And I think he will. You know, I expect a spike in minutes for him. And I think the rookie will fare better if a lot of the veterans are gone and some of those minutes are given to him. So on this episode of Lockdown Spurs, the Ultra Player of the Year goes to Devin Vassell. And hey, speaking of Michelob Ultra, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. Joy creates success. Enjoyment isn't the end game. It's the whole game. Who doesn't want instant gratification? If you're looking for satisfaction, there's no need to wait with With Credit Karma Money, you could win cash reimbursements for debit purchases. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. When you use your Credit Karma Money debit card, you can win instantly, daily. Karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. Just pay with your debit card and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot and your instant Karma cash will be added to your spend account. Credit Karma Money is already giving away over $3 million in Instant Karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members. Uh, And yeah, those members are getting bigger and they're counting. So open your FDI insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. Now only for June 8th through the 30th. Uh, and when you make purchases between June 8th and June 30th, you'll be automatically entered into the $1 million. That's right. You can win up to $1 million. Credit Karma Money. Progress starts here. Right now, visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchases necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. 
See rules banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated, member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. I mean, I don't think they'll, they, that it's going to be handed to her, but in terms of the way she's being groomed, if Pop steps down and they don't go with Becky, I'm sure they'll have a full-on search. Yeah. Just to do their, you know, dot their I's and cross their T's with everything. But I can't say it would be a great look if she's passed over if Pop retired. Yeah. I mean, because they had the closest look at her and her abilities. So, I mean, while I don't think it's it's cataclysmic to the possibility of her uh, eventually getting a job, it definitely put a dent in in terms of, I guess, the way people around the league would look at her if she was passed over here. But... I mean, we may not get that chance for her to be passed over. I mean, the, the Spurs may miss their opportunity to do such a thing with Becky if, mm-hmm. you know, Portland offers her the job. Yeah. And look, the Spurs been through this road before. I mean, how many other ex-assistant coaches that we thought were, were going to be the heir to Pop's uh, seat? And they just uh, up and left him. Budenholzer, Brown. Yeah, Messina. Messina. Uh, Borrego. Yeah. Um, Brett Brown. Yeah. I mean, there's just, there's, there's a lot of them. So if she's just another one, well, then it's, it shouldn't be too Ime uncommon. Ime Yudoka. Yeah. You know, if she does uh, take her uh, talents elsewhere, I mean, it shouldn't be too shocked because Spurs have been through this before with other uh, first head, first lead assistant coach, excuse me. Uh, so yeah, I mean, good luck to her, you know, whether she lands in Portland or not, or she stays in San Antonio, whatever the winds take her, you know, it's, it, it's, she's going to, she's earned it. So, you know, good luck to Pe- Becky, you know, if yeah. Portland offers her the job, well then I'm not going to blame her, James, if she takes it. No, and we shouldn't, we, uh, she, it should be embraced. And, uh, to, to be honest, she would have a very good chance of success in Portland. Maybe not like in terms of titles, the way they're currently constructed, but playoff success for sure. Absolutely. And other Spurs news that just popped up just yesterday. This all happened just yesterday, everybody. Um, According to Bleacher Report, James, the Spurs players, according to Bleacher Report, are eager to see the Spurs sign free agent forward swing guy Kelly Oubre. Now, it's not the first time the Spurs and Oubre, uh, they've been linked. Uh, Yahoo Sports recently reported that the uh, Spurs are interested in Kelly's services, along with the Knicks, and I, I believe maybe a couple of other teams, but mainly it was the Spurs and Knicks. But now you have at least this report saying the Spurs want to see him wearing silver and black playing on that court with them. James, you've been eager to talk about Kelly Uber on Lockdown Spurs. As a matter of fact, the last time you were on, you even mentioned, you know, like, can we talk about Uber Kelly? I was like, well, we, you know, we kind of beat that horse already. But we got a fresh new ground now for you to cover. What do you think of this report? How do you feel about, you know, Kelly joining the team? I, I guess it depends at what cost, if we're yeah. being honest. Um, because they've got a lot of cap space, and I, I wouldn't want them to 
burn a big chunk of it on a player like a Kelly Oubre because he's just more <laughs> of what the Spurs have, you know, a 3 and D type defender mm-hmm. that, you know, is adequate from three at best. I mean, he shot a career low 31.7% this year, I think. Mm-hmm. From three, he's a career 32% three-point shooter, 32.4, I think. Uh, And while he adds defensively to this unit and 15 points a game isn't anything to kind of snarl at, it's more of what the Spurs already have. It's not floor spacing. It doesn't give you that option Mm -hmm. as much as you would like from other players that would be available this free agency. And while you may lose DeMar and he would definitely help out defensively and that aspect of the Spurs game, I don't know how much he helps offensively in terms of he's not going to give you DeMar's numbers in terms of just sheer offensive production. And the part where you hoped he would thrive, he, he backslid this year with the Warriors, a team that where we saw consistently, Steph was like triple teamed, uh, which yeah. leads to tons of open looks for players. And he still shot a career low from three. So I'm not as high on Kelly Oubre as a bunch of the reports are saying. And while the Spurs players may have something with them and he can defend multiple positions, he doesn't bring offensively what this Spurs team currently lacks, which is, Mm-hmm. high-volume, three-point shooting at a high percentage. Yeah, and look, as far as offensively, you're not going to replace a DeMar DeRozan if if the, if the he does, you know, packs his bags and goes elsewhere this offseason. But, you know, if I look at all that big pot of money the Spurs are sitting on right now, yeah, I'm with you. I don't want them dumping a bunch of money his way, you know, for what, you know, 15.4 points and six rebounds per game last season with Golden State. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, there, there are positives. You know, I mean, he's 25 years old. He's still young. You know, he's a seven foot three wingspan, six seven. You know, slashing three D player. But you look at what the Spurs need right now, and yeah, I mean, although that looks attractive, you know, on paper, this still doesn't address the Spurs' need of a better big or three point shooting. And at least last year, you know, shooting a career low 32 percent from the three line. Yeah, that they ain't gonna cut it. You know, I think the Spurs definitely could look elsewhere because they need. I mean, James, look at the playoffs. The if the Spurs, the Spurs probably would have would have got a run out of the gym if they made the postseason with their inability to make threes. That's what you need nowadays in the yeah. league, and Kelly doesn't have that. Yeah, and it's just really tough when you know the the Spurs two biggest detriments all season long where their three-point shooting and their inability to guard on switches on the perimeter with their bigs. And he doesn't really provide help in either of those instances, and he just gives you a lot of kind of what you already have, an athletic, you know, six, four to six, eight wings. And this is a team that has a plethora of wings that have – similar skill sets in terms of 
Monty Walker, Derek White, Dejounte mm-hmm. Murray, Kelvin uh, Johnson. Like they, they've got a bunch of those players on their roster, and the things that they need are bigs that can switch and three-point shooting. And these are neither of the traits that he really excels at. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, UFC, MMA action. So before the next pitch, head on over to Bet Online, your laptop or mobile device, and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest info. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the runs of the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Better line your online sportsbook experts use promo code locked on. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? And, well, while you wait for the person behind the counter to order the parts on their computer, choosing the brand and their warehouse, yeah, all that stuff. Look, you have a computer, you can access rockauto.com right now at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend up to 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same part from the chain store or car dealership? Hey, you know, Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box so they know that we sent you? An amazing selection of reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. You want to go to rockauto.com. Yeah. And look, you know, the eye test or the optics of it looks good. Like, oh, you know, here's a young guy. Add him to the young mix. But, you know, you're right. You know, take a step back, everybody. Let's do what James just said. He's just another version of what the Spurs already have right now. So, yeah, I I think the Spurs probably be best suited. They just look elsewhere. At the end of the day, I I just don't see the Spurs pulling the trigger on this, um, you know, bringing him in next season to put on that Spurs uniform. Uh, you know, you know. Speaking of Spurs, in, if they bring in somebody of that size on the wing, I would rather see someone like a Doug McDermott, who you know, absolutely shoots she, over thirty six percent from three. Yeah, and and at least he gives you one of what the Spurs are lacking right now. That's three point shooting, and a, now not just taking them, but making them. That's the that's the difference. Yeah. You know, you you got to have somebody who's going to take them and make them in this uh, era of the NBA and, and, you know, McDermott fits that bill. So yeah, you know, if, if the Spurs, look, I'm not look, at the end of the day, if the Spurs were announced that they just signed McDermott, I wouldn't be mad at that, James. Yeah, I don't think you should be mad at it. Uh, yeah. McDermott would be a welcome addition. I don't think he would be that expensive in terms of his cost as a player. He's making seven million a year this year. I think you can get him for probably 15 or under, uh, yeah. if you really wanted, and therefore saving that cap space to chase restricted free agents like John Collins, mm-hmm. uh, Duncan Robinson, Laurie Markkinen, yeah, yeah, and yeah. really improve 
the assets of the team that, that failed them this past season. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, three-point shooting, in my opinion, that's really vaulted to the top of the list for the Spurs to do list this offseason. They got to address it and, and desperately because if they run it back next season, that oh my goodness. I mean, unless Kelden or Lonnie had a, mir- a miracle worker, you know, with them in the offseason, they can launch their three point shooting to, you know, 36, 37%, you know, a game, you know, or an average, you know, that'd be great. But yeah, they got to address it. And this the problem off-season. is, as you heard on the Blitz uh, on ESPN San Antonio, when we had Kelvin Johnson on, when we asked him what he was working on this offseason, he was talking mid range. Ugh. I love you, KJ. I love you. But you got to get that three-point shooting down. I mean, it's it's obvious. I mean, just look at the teams that are still surviving in the playoffs. And look at that. They got gunners yeah, look on at They the got shooters. Of Danny Green's injury, both on, on defense yeah. and just his ability to space the floor for Philadelphia and, and how sorely they missed that in those games. Dan, that's why James Pleasure is champ kind right now. He just hit a whammy as far as transitioning transitioning to our next topic that is a the philadelphia 76ers and ben simmons uh james uh ben online one of those sponsors at the blitz and here on locked on spurs um put out their uh odds and the spurs came in with the third best odds in a deal for ben simmons uh yeah after that that series i mean a series that he would want to forget like now uh, offensively um i think uh yeah uh you can see why maybe these kind of reports are coming out that hey, his time may be over uh look i'm just talking about offensively i know defensively he he's runner up i know he can facilitate i get all that he's a six foot what 10 point guard i get that but offensively he he vanished in the in the series that they just finished wrapping up with atlanta <laughs> what do you think james should the Spurs go for it? Should they go ahead and test the waters and see, all right, Ben, you know, Philly, what do you got? You know, we know you're, you know, in, in this what-if world, you know, you got Ben Simmons on the table. In my opinion, I think Philly's going to want a haul, and I don't know if the Spurs are willing to do that. <laughs> uh, good luck getting a haul for him right now. Yeah. Um, well, well, Philly's going to want that for, for sure, but yeah, but yeah, I'm with you. I, I laugh if Philly's going to be like, we want this and that and that and throw in this and this and pick and this and that. I mean, no, but yeah. What do you think? Ben Simmons in a Spurs uniform? The, I, I shudder at the thought of it because my initial thought is, great, just like Kelly Oubre, another guy that already – it is what most of the Spurs on the roster are, except he's 6'10 and can guard multiple positions and switch. Like, defensively, he would be an addition, but, like, offensively, he brings nothing to help the floor spacing that the Spurs so desperately need yeah. in this offense. So my initial gut re- visceral reaction is no, don't want him. Um, now, he is an all-star. He is very good at certain things as long as you keep him on those trends. But it, it's just tough to get past the fact that, you know, doesn't shoot threes. It really doesn't shoot much outside of just in the paint in general. I mean, right. you're dealing with like a, a power forward with no range is basically what you're acquiring. 
um, that can handle the ball and ignite fast breaks. But he's a great facilitator. The problem is, though, if you're the Spurs, how do you acquire him? Because you have to match salaries up to a certain point to be able to facilitate said trade. And there aren't many big contracts on the Spurs books right now. So if you were to acquire a Ben Simmons, you would have to get rid of, in all likelihood, Jakob Pertl, yep, DeJounte Murray, yep. and, and something else. Or Derek White and something else. Because those are the yep. only two real three big contracts that the Spurs have. And to get up to around 30, which I believe escalates to 33, three next year. Yes, it does. You're going to have to include salaries to match, and you just don't have those on the Spurs to be able to match that right now. Right. Yeah. And, and unless it's, you know, you're, you're, you're practically gutting the roster as it stands right now for a guy, as you mentioned, you know, doesn't do what the Spurs desperately need. And that is open the lane, spread the floor and knock the threes down consistently and take threes and, you know, bring some offense you know, in, on the court. Now, regular season, he was fine. A regular season is great. But when it came to the big stage, as we saw in a closeout game versus Atlanta, and then throughout the entire series versus Atlanta, he just came up small for Philadelphia offensively. So he did a lot of good stuff. I mean, you look at his stats overall, and you're like, okay, it's not horrible. It's not horrific. But my goodness, I mean, does he not want to make a bucket, James? I mean, what's going on here? Do you think it's just between his ears? I think a lot of it is between his ears. And I know people will talk up Chip England, and he has done great things with a bunch of players. But you're talking about possibly having to rework this man's shot, which could take a couple of years, not just the singular offseason. But I will say this. In terms of if the Spurs do go after Ben Simmons, the only way it works is you have to gut the roster to do it. Like it, you mm-hmm. have to blow it all up. The young guys, all the young dudes, you got to yep. get them all gone. You're blowing up, yeah. You, you, what you're doing if you're bringing in Ben Simmons is he's the focal piece that you're going to build around, and th- then from there you just start adding players to complement what Ben Simmons is. And the Spurs, as currently constructed, don't have anything to really complement what Ben Simmons is as a player. So if you do acquire him via a trade, you are effectively probably blowing up this roster. You're getting rid of your your Lonnie's and your Derrick's and your DeJounte's and your Kelvin's, and you're supplementing with players – that can play around Ben Simmons and space the floor for him. Mm-hmm, yeah, I'm I'm kind of a – well, I'm not kind of. I am on the side of, nah, I think we'll pass if the Spurs were to entertain the thoughts. You know, I'll be – Spurs, do you really – I'll be that Thor Jeff, remember? Now, remember, you really? remember, you're passing on an all-star and an all-NBA guy that finished second in the defensive player of the year voting this right. year so uh, like it, it, but it, it's just a matter not, that he doesn't he's not hot it, garbage he just had an incredibly horrible series in the closing moments against the atlanta hawks but they then, they basically amplified everything that he can't do well and took what he could do well away from him and made life miserable for him and in doing so you've got to have the players to surround them to make it better. So you've got to have those guys 
that can space the floor around him, allow him mm-hmm. to thrive in the lane, and kind of make things work. So, like I said, if you're going after a Ben Simmons, you got to blow it up and you got to build mm-hmm. around him specifically. Yeah, to me, I think that's just taking too many steps back if they're on this rebuild mode. At least they're going somewhere right now, kind of, sort of. You know, maybe. I don't know. I know James, you're probably saying, hell no, I don't know what their plan is. But um, no, don't. yeah, um, yeah, I've heard you before on Saturday morning hangover blitz. Uh, you're like, you're like shrug, you're doing the shrug emoji right now. Like, I guess, uh, I mean, sure, yeah, it's first, do what you gotta do. I, I but, thought Devin yeah. himself should have gotten some more minutes this past year. I thought, uh, <laughs> Rudy and and Patty and Damar and Lamarcus all should have, you know, gotten less minutes to give the young guys some more. And we just never really saw what we saw in the bubble. It was like they kept forcing right. the old Spurs way kind of upon us. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I understand who he is, what he is, all-star, all that good stuff. You know, one of the better players in the league. But his deficiencies are exactly what are being deficient right now with San Antonio. And that's not good. You know, you, you're just not going anywhere with him. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what happens. At least according to Vegas, Spurs have the third best odds at acquiring the services of Ben Simmons. It's going to wrap this news edition of Locked On Spurs with James Champ Kind Pledger of Saturday Morning Hangover, ESPN San Antonio. Tune in. Go to their YouTube page right now. Just type in YouTube.com, then search for ESPN San Antonio, and boom, what do you know? And then whammy, you have the Saturday Morning Hangover. I love your musk, James. What do you say? I love your musk. <laughs> <laughs> Did he have like a bear thing too? Remember, like, or was that, or was that the other guy? He's like, you see what you did now, bears. Remember when they were having that uh, conversation? <laughs> yeah, yeah that, yeah, that was him. That one, that one, Brian Pitt. Said, that was Champ Guy. No, Champ Guy. Okay, you see that now, bears. <laughs> but all right. Uh, let's get in and finish this up with some quick Spurs news, and that is that they will be participating in the 2021 Salt Lake City Summer League. The Summer League is back. That's right. After being postponed because of the pandemic, things will get going this summer in well, Salt Lake City as the Spurs will be one of three teams. Well, actually, was it four teams? Kind of, Yeah, I think it's four teams because they have Jazz Team A and Jazz Team B. Yeah. And the Grizzlies as well. The Spurs normally participate this in this event. It's kind of an in and out thing. I think it's like what three, four days, real quick. But I'm August happy that they're participating. Yeah, I'm happy they're participating because whoo, this 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 team this team is gonna need as much practice they can get in. Whoever they draft, you know, is gonna have to get on, you know, get going. And uh, maybe they might find some gems in either Salt Lake City or the Las Vegas Summer League. Either way, summer ball is coming, James. You ready? Yeah. I mean, if the Spurs hold true to who they've been, this might be one of your few chances to see whoever they pick at 12. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. We're going down that road. We're going down the – He'll be buried in Austin Spurs for the first three years of his career. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the book on it, and I, I guarantee you, like, if if not for his contributions and the injuries to the front court, we probably would have seen Devin in the small G League bubble they have. But, you know, yeah. he got his 
10 minutes a game or whatever they ended up giving them by the end of the year. But, yeah, I mean, while while we hope that 12 is an impactful or maybe you get into the top four with that 8.7%, uh, 8.4% chance or get into the top uh, pick with that 1.7% chance that the lottery gods fall in your favor. But for the most part, you're looking at a 12th overall selection. And if you do that, man, I, I just don't know because, like I said, I just shrug when I look at this team sometimes because you wonder what the future and goal is of this team with the way that they handled Devin this past season, with the way they've handled rookies in the past, uh, with what they did with Lucas Simonich all year long. Like, if they draft someone at 12, the best look you may get at him might be during this Las Vegas and Utah summer leagues because once the season kicks into play, especially depending what they do in free agents, agency and how many veterans they bring in to fill holes, those minutes could go away for whoever they end up picking ultimately at 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me ask you something. Did somebody, would you want to see Vassell and Jones playing either, either in Salt Lake City or Utah or both? I mean, uh, Vegas or yeah. Utah or both? Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Because we didn't really get to see them much in San Antonio this past season. So, yeah, they still need seasoning. I mean, if the reason Devin wasn't playing is because that he wasn't fully ready or something was holding him back, whether it was in practice or just the way the roster was constructed, then you need to get him some more run to get him up to speed by the start of the season so that Devin can be a bigger piece of this team once the season kicks up this year. And and not to mention for Trey Jones, because with the uh, recent report that the Spurs are going to go ahead and part ways with Weatherspoon, that's a big um, tip of the cap to Jones, who may see an increase in some guard, point guard positioning uh, next yeah. season, you know, getting that playing time. So, yeah, you got to throw him out there. Uh, these kids didn't get – well, at least Jones, he didn't get that much run in the NBA level. We know Vassell did. But, yeah, I think at this point you're right. Every ounce of seasoning they can take is only going to benefit the Spurs moving forward. And you can develop some sort of chemistry, however little it is or how big it is, with the new guy that they're going to pick in a few weeks at the NBA draft. So there's that familiarity. So, yeah, I think it's a good idea if they send Bissell to Utah or Las Vegas or both. Why not both? Why not both right now? Because today, as Wes Mantooth would say, we spell redemption Summer League, (laughs) S-U-M-M-E-R. (laughs) <laughs> I went, you know, I'm waiting for um, somebody to kind of chime in either on Twitter or after you hear this um, episode of Locked On Spurs with, uh, with one of my favorite West Mantooth quotes when he says, nice clothes, gentlemen. Did you know that? I didn't know the Salvation Army was having a sale. Then he had that goofy <laughs> laugh. So it'd be like nice clothes, get, James and uh, all, Jeff. You're gonna get all the Anchorman quotes and the DMs once this drops. We're gonna get the "I love lamp." Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> I love long walks on the beach at sunset. Oh, and my friend Baxter here. <laughs> oh yeah, my friend Baxter. Yeah, you ate yeah. a whole wheel of cheese. <laughs> Not even that. <laughs> When 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 the Spurs announce uh, that the uh, whoever they pick at number twelve is going to be in the Austin Spurs G League system for the rest of the year, James is going to be tweeting out this: "I love lamp, loud noises." <laughs> You'd be so like lost for words. You'd be like, "What do I say now to that?" Um, but hey, 
we're done talking. We want to hear from you. Uh, what do you think about this? This episode of Locked On Spurs, the news dump. I mean, there's just so much was going on. We have to just get it out there from Becky Hammond in Portland to, you know, the Spurs participating in the summer league and everything in between we talked about today. Uh, now James is going to tell you everything about the Saturday morning hangar, why you need to tune in, and why Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. <laughs> Dorothy Mantooth <laughs> is a saint. But uh, the Saturday morning hangover every Saturday from 9 to 11 on ESPN San Antonio. You can catch on our Facebook and YouTube channels at ESPN San Antonio. Just subscribe, get the updates when we go live, even on the Blitz from 4 to 7. And we're there to let you vent, man. If you want to talk about Kelly Oubre and why you think it's a good or a bad pickup for the Spurs this offseason, we'll talk it out with you. If you want to talk about Becky Hammond and the possibility that Spurs may be losing her to Portland and what they're doing if, if Pop needs to retire just so she can take over or if it's like good luck in in Portland, Becky, and we'll see you, you know, down the road in future matchups and you just feel comfortable with the way the Spurs hierarchy is structured and the fact that they'll have a plan in place when Pop does ultimately decide to step down then come talk with us about it. You can drop in on Facebook and YouTube in the comment section. You can call into the show and voice your frustrations or your your happiness with what the Spurs are doing. That's what we're here for. We're, we're a conduit to you, the fans, and we want to not only bring you the news and give you our opinions on it, but hear yours as well. Thousand. Thousand one. Oh, you're done, James. I don't know if you heard me right now. I just oh. did my thousand first. Uh, the, the, yeah, that's just thousand one reps right there. You're doing some oh. curls over there. I, mean, I don't know if you heard, but I did over a thousand. Dude just picked up at a thousand and just started counting down. <laughs> Without his shirt, too, man. That, that just made it great. Uh, yeah, um, definitely check out the Saturday morning hangover. Um, I'm a frequent guest there. I enjoy my time. Every time James throws out that invite to me, I cannot say no to that it's just such a fun show <laughs> go check it out make sure to subscribe to locked on spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast itunes stitcher google play the list goes on and on tell your smart speaker to play locked on spurs just say hey smart speaker play locked on spurs and guess what it will play for you and with the uh nba playoffs in full swing the finals imminent uh yeah the Locked On NBA Network is covering it all. The road to the finals, our NBA playoffs and finals coverage once we get there. And it's going to be brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games, the games a little bit more this season. James, thank you for coming on Locked On Spurs once again and making sure you did a whammy, as you always do. <laughs> yeah, well, also when you're watching those games with your Michelob Ultra, Try a salt and lime, man. Adds a nice little kick to it. I can't do that. It 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 Why? just the, the flavor clashes. I, I don't under that that sour, and then the the beer taste. I can't. I try. I can't. Is that you're bad? Doing it wrong, then. <laughs> you're doing it wrong, then, because no, no, what I like to, no, combination. You know what I like to have those uh. I guess it's those margarita mixes where they they have the beer bottle tipped in, like they have a Corona tipped in into oh, the slush. Oh yeah, yeah, those are fun, man. Thank you, thank you. I could have heard the name, forgot the name. Yeah, those those are good. Those will, if you have one, you're done. Like if you slurp that thing down, oh, I maybe I'm done. just old now. 
I mean, yeah, I just got, I'm old, I'm old now. Yeah, I can't, my, co- my college days tolerance are long, long behind me. I fear the day hey, that you and like I, a I fear the you day. gotta flex it every once in a while. I fear that, I fear the day that you and I go out and you're like, let's go have a drink, Jeff. And my first time would be like that GIF from SpongeBob with uh, the puffer lady. <laughs> And going like, oh, Neptune. Like, I'm going to be, you know what, like, should I stretch now and, you know, eat some bread right now? Because I'm going out with James Prager. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to be bracing. But it'll be fun, though. I tell you that. It will be fun. It's uh, always a good yeah. time. It's always good. Yeah, it's always a good time. Yeah. So for James Pleasure or James Champ Kind Pleasure, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs. <laughs>